Hello, my name is Shonda Jenkins. Welcome to Inspirational Living. Each Friday, 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, I share an inspiring story, motivation, and tips to help you get through your day. If you're ready to live an inspiring life, tune in to today's motivation. The purpose of life is to live it, to taste experience to the utmost, to reach out to newer and richer experience. Eleanor Roosevelt. Shana Jenkins, thanks for tuning in today as we start a new theme for this month of May. Last month, it was all about teaching you different breathing techniques, and I hope that you enjoyed last month because I'm excited to share with you the direction of my podcast. So when I originally started my podcast, I focused on sharing my stories, my own personal experiences inspiration, motivation, things that really helped me get through my day. And I thought, well, maybe the things that I am experiencing can also help someone else. And so I decided to share that and start my podcast. So now the season that I'm in in life is really sharing with how to take care of the whole body, the holistic way of taking care of the body, the mind, the body, the spirit. So taking care of those three sectors so that you can live your body in full balance. And so what that means is when you take care of your mind, that's taking care of your mental health. That's taking care of your emotional health, how you deal with things, how things, um, how you respond to things, stress, anxiety, um, different things like that. And then your, your body, of course, that's the physical that's how you all feed your body, the nutritional stuff that you eat, the way you move your body, the exercise, the walking, the, the things that you do outside, the things that you enjoy doing while moving your body. And then your spiritual. That is how you connect with God. And so I believe that having a relationship with God um, whether it's a spiritual relationship, whether you practice a certain religion or you practice spirituality, whatever you believe in, but really believing in something gives you a sense of purpose. And so when you understand that you were put here for a reason, that also allows you to have that balance in your life. So knowing that you have a purpose and then you're taking care of those areas of your life, when you have all of that in balance, And that's how you are able to live a more fulfilled life, a more healthier life, a more life without pain and more so with ease. And this is not to say that nothing is going to happen in your life. No one's going to make you upset. You just learn how to deal with things in life. You better learn how to manage it. And so the direction I'm going with the podcast is really sharing a lot of that. A lot of taking care of the body, a lot of managing our mental health, our emotional health, our spiritual health, our physical health, and then sharing some self-development things like um, motivational stuff, inspirational stuff, things that I experience. I'm still going to be sharing my stories, but I'm also going to be including more health-related stuff because I really think it's important and it's really a reflection of who I am. And so I created this podcast to really share all about me 
and the things that I value. And then to get feedback from my audience to tell me, hey, what else do you want me to share? What else do you want to learn about me? And so I care about taking care of my body. I care about taking care of those three areas. And I care about improving and having a sense of purpose. Because when I have a sense of purpose, when I wake up every day, I know what I'm getting up for. I know where I'm going. I have a direction. I have an action plan. And I know that my life is going to turn out like I want it to. There's going to be obstacles, of course, but I feel more um, happier. I feel more fulfilled when I wake up versus when I didn't have a sense of purpose and I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. I kind of felt empty. And so that's the spiritual side that I feel like you have to fulfill that as well, because otherwise you're going to always feel that emptiness and you might not know where that emptiness is from. You might feel that emptiness if you're not taking care of your physical body. You might feel that emptiness if you're not taking care of your mental and emotional health. And so becoming self-aware, like I shared in um, previous episodes, becoming self-aware will allow you to understand when your body is trying to communicate something that it needs. And so I know that was a huge, big introduction, but I just wanted to share that with you guys so you can know the direction of where we're going with this podcast and I am so excited to start this new um, journey of the podcast. All right so this month's theme is mental health. May is mental health awareness and so each week we're going to be talking about mental health um, whether it's about what is mental health, how it affects the body. Different episodes are going to be talking about mental health. Mental health is serious. We have to take care of our mental health. And I'm going to go into what mental health is, but I just want to share with you this statistic. Um, a, a statistic was posted on the NIMH, which, the, which is the National Institute of Mental Health. They shared an article stating that one in five years adults live with a mental health illness which is 51.5 million people. So mental illnesses are different ranges. It could be severe. It could be mild. Because, you know, sometimes some days you might feel like stressed out and then the next day you're like cool and calm and collective. That's why it could be severe and then it can be mild. So it varies in range. Um, And also to say mental health, there's nothing wrong if you are experiencing one of these conditions okay know that everything that you experience is treatable when it comes to your mental health Um, just getting with the right professionals that understand how to help you is key whenever you find yourself having a lot of stress in your life having a lot of anxiety make sure that you contact a licensed professional if you're interested in a more holistic approach then you want to find a more holistic um, a holistic doctor But if you do not care, you just really want to find a good physician, then you'll do that. So mental health illnesses are anxiety. Like I said before, it could be depression. It could be um, stress. It can be bipolar disorders. It could be a variety of different things. And there's so many that I can list. But know that the numbers are rising And a lot of it has to deal with the pandemic, of course, because a lot of people are stressed. They're worrying about when are we going to be out of this? And then 
some people have lost their jobs. Some people are unable to find a job. So the day-to-day living can cause distress. It can cause mental health illnesses. And so this month, I really want to focus on how you can take care of your mental health. So when anything happens in life, you can come back to these episodes or you can remember them in your head when you feel a certain way, when you start to feel things bothering your mental and emotional health, you will know that you can get through it. So some of the things that I struggle with when it comes to my mental health in the past is that one, I've been depressed multiple times and then anxiety. That was something that was always there, um, at least for some years. I don't believe it was there as a child, but maybe it was, and I just never noticed it. But I know that I used to get like this nervous sweat, and it will be over anything. It could be just me standing up for myself. It could be just a situation where I do not feel comfortable, and I just start breaking out in sweats and and feel my heart like beating really fast. And what I mean by fast, it feels like it's about to jump out of my chest. Like if you could touch my chest, like your hand would probably be pushed away from it because it's so powerful when it's doing that. And so whenever I was experiencing that, in those moments, of course, I didn't know it was anxiety. I just thought like, hey, I'm just afraid, but not realizing that that fear is causing the anxiety to creep up in my body. And so that's just a certain uneasiness of the body, which in terms mean anxiety. So I dealt with that, and that was something that was so difficult. And there's times when it want to come back, and I have to just breathe, relax, and share. With, and, you know, those breathing techniques I shared in my previous um, episodes, I, I had to do those breathing techniques because it was tough it was it was times where I was almost about to throw up I was about to pass out oh my god it's just I don't even want to talk about it because it was so bad but I am so proud of myself because I can honestly say even though I was afraid in those moments I still did whatever it was I was afraid to do I still you know took that step and got through it and it was times where I had to teach. I was doing oboarding um, at a previous job, and I would have to get up and I have to do lessons. And everyone thought I was like the best teacher. They were like, "You're so good," not knowing that I was like super, super nervous up there. And so um, I would get anxiety every time I had to teach, even though my job was to teach. <laughs> I would get anxiety. Oh, oh my God, I would get anxiety before I would have like a phone call with a client. Like I would be so nervous. I'm like, oh my God, why are you so nervous? It's going to be okay. Like they coming to you for help. And so those was just times where anxiety really bothered me. And now that I'm able to manage it, I feel so much better. But I understand when somebody has anxiety, that is not something you can say, oh, you can just get over it. Sometimes it's, it's easier said than done because you have to really get in control of your body when you're going through anxiety attack or whenever you feel your heart racing really fast and you're trying to calm yourself down. But just remind yourself to really recenter yourself. Say some things to yourself. Remind yourself of what is happening and then refocus on the situation so that you can able you're able to um, 
respond like you want to and that you're able to um, really calm yourself down so that you won't mess up if you're doing a speech so that you'll be okay with the outcome of whatever you're doing. And also, so you're able to think clearly because whenever anxiety is happening, it puts our body in the fight or flight. Anytime we're stressing, anytime we're dealing with something mentally, it keeps our body in a state of stress. The fight or flight is turned on. And so if you continue to do this, then you're going to find yourself losing your appetite. You're going to find yourself um, moody and different is so many other um, side effects. But know that you can get help, okay? So though I did not get help and I self-treated uh, myself, I do believe that there are professionals out there that can help you if you are suffering from any mental health illnesses. And if you cannot find someone, then there's mental health um, hotlines. So if you call those hotlines, you can get in touch with someone that can refer you to someone in your area. So there's so much help. And then there's an app called BetterHelp. Um, they also do online counseling for mental health. And so you can sign up for a, a monthly subscription or you can do like a session by session. They also offer um, payment assistant plans. So if you're going through the pandemic and you don't have a job or you're not having it as much income as you had before, they have assistant plans for that because they really believe it's important to take care of our mental health. And so I just wanted to throw those out there. I could probably leave in my in this in the um shoot the podcast notes. I could probably leave better help so that you can click on them and check them out just in case if you are looking for someone to help you with your mental health. All right, so we talked about what is mental health. <laughs> we talked about the statistics and we found out the statistics are high, but I wanna share with you some more statistics, okay? So in 2019, there was an estimate of 51.5 million adults ages 18 and older in the United States with a mental health illness. This number represented 20.6% of all U.S. adults. So that's super high, y'all. Like, that is insane. And then they said the prevalence of mental health illnesses were higher among females at 24.5, the males 16.3, which is super crazy. Like, and I think that the reason why it was probably higher is because though they had a higher number of females, it's because females, of course, they're going to say when they're having an issue. I believe that the males would have been higher if they actually would say, hey, I'm having an issue. Because a lot of guys don't really like to talk about this. And maybe, maybe I don't know a lot of guys. Maybe guys do talk about it. But I know the ones that I do know don't really talk about dealing with any issues. Like, they don't really have issues that bother them. And so, and if they do most of them are less likely to go seek a counselor 
a, a woman and a female, um, a feminine um, energy is more likely to go seek out a counselor and ask for help. It said males were at 16.3%. And then the young adults ages 18 to 25 had the highest prevalence of 29.4% compared to the adults age 26 to 49%. And then age 15 and, 50 and older was 14.1%. And I believe the age, um, the reason why so the, the higher percentage were in the younger generation versus the 26 and older is because I believe once you reach a certain point you know that's why I was saying like having purpose is important whenever you're graduating from school you at the age of 18 right and then you're going through that phase of going to college so so you between that 18 to 25 year range you're really still trying to figure out what you're doing you're stressing if you're having like a lot of tests and you're you got the pressure of trying to have your life figured out and you just graduated. And so when you get past that stage, you kind of understand, all right, you're 26 and older. You kind of understand where life is going. You might not fully have it all together, but your stress level is probably going down because you're out of college by then. Unless you're going for like a higher level degree, maybe you're getting your master's or your doctorate or whatever degree you're going for, at that point, your stress level has went down a little bit because now you're out of school, you kind of got a job, you're kind of making some money, so your stress level is not that high. And then for the people who are 50 and older, they just seen a bunch of stuff. They know, all right, there's going to be ups and downs in life. So that stress level, their tolerance is a lot higher because they'd have been here for a while. Now, not saying that people 50 and older cannot have a mental health illness. I just think that just speaking of my own experiences and my perspective is that when I was in my younger years, I was more stressed versus where I'm at now because it was just like really concerned about where I'm going. What's my purpose? Am I doing the right thing? Worried about what people think. It was so many things I was worried about. And now, now I'm like, I don't really care. Like, I care, but I'm not going to allow other people feeling feelings about how I choose to make my decisions, how I choose to live my life. Um, I'm not going to allow that to affect me. I'm not going to allow that to get me into that dark space. Because there was times I didn't want to share pictures of myself because I didn't think my outfit looked perfect. It was just so much stuff that I was dealing with. And now I'm like, I love myself. I embrace myself. I love my freckles. <laughs> you might can't see my freckles from the picture on my um, podcast, but I have freckles and I used to hate them. And I love myself. I love who I am. And I just was dealing with so much pressure, so much anxiety, so much fear, so much um, like I didn't love myself like I needed to. And so that was allowing the stress. And so between those ages, you're still trying to figure out yourself. You left your parents' house. You're kind of doing your thing on your own. And it's like life is just hitting you. And so I believe that's the reason why it's higher. And these are just things that I'm just thinking about. This is, this is all my perspective. I don't really know why it's higher. But 
that's just that's just my perspective. Um, and then they said that it was highest among the adults reporting two or more races. So 31.7% followed by white adults at 22.2%. And then the Asian adults at 14.4%. And so that that was really interesting, too, to see that um, the races with two or more were a lot higher compared to the white adults and the Asian adults. So it's just was interesting when I was reading these stats because for once, for one, I like reading stats. I like seeing um, data. I like to understand things. And that allowed me to understand that mental health isn't just me. Everyone can have mental health. doesn't matter what you look like. You can be a child dealing with mental health issues. But just because we all look different, does not mean that we cannot get the help that we need. So this month, I am raising awareness of mental health and that if you are dealing with anything, if you are suffering from anything, if you um, do not feel happy anymore, if this pandemic has really been tough on you, I am encouraging you to go get the help that you need. If you're listening to this and you feel like this episode was for you, I want you to go get your help. I want you to reach out and find a professional. Um, BetterHelp is something that I do recommend. I actually did counseling through BetterHelp before. Um, I was working on my mental and emotional management. And so I recommend them. Like That's why I'm going to include them in the show notes. But I really do believe that if we are experiencing anything that is unease in our body, that we can go and get the help that we need. And if someone cannot help you, then go find someone who can because there's always somebody out there. It might not be the first person. It might not be the second person, but it might be the third person. So do not give up. Know that there's people out there that is willing to help you on this journey of taking care of your mental health. So, I'm going to share with you a mindfulness exercise that you can do to kind of build a a mental health uh, regimen, exercise regimen. <laughs> I wouldn't really call it an exercise, but we can call it an exercise. But I want to do this with you because I just want to share with you something every week because... I want you to get through this. And this is just something that helps me. So I thought if it helps me, let me just share it with others. And so I want to share with you about meditation. Meditation, um, I don't know if I shared it in previous episodes. I probably did. But meditation is something that helped me recently. I actually started meditating this year. And... I started meditating. I've been wanting to meditate for a while. Like I've done, did episode, I said episodes. I did, uh, sorry. I did um, meditation before, but I was never consistent with it. Like I would do it every once in a while, but it wasn't 
never a part of like my daily routine. But I started doing meditation because I was like so antsy. And what I mean by that, it'll be I'll be sitting doing something and and then I feel like I need to be doing something else. And so I wasn't able to like actually sit still without doing something. And so meditation really allowed me to just be in the present moment to not really focus on anything else and to really just focus on my breaths and just really being calm and checking in with myself and seeing what my body needs. Sometimes we have aches and pains, but since we do not sit down or we don't really focus inward, we don't feel the aches and pains until it's too late. And so our body is smart. It communicates to us when something is wrong. And so when we're busy, 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 it's communicating to you, but you're not sitting down. And that was what was happening to me years ago. I'll be busy, 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 and then my body is shut down. And I'll be busy, 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 and then my body is shut down. And so if I was listening to my body, it would never have to get to that point where saying, hey, you need to sit down. Hey, you need to relax. And so meditation is that to me. It's allow me to really just sit down and listen to my body, to calm myself down, to relax and not think about what I got to do in a few minutes what I got to do tomorrow, what I got to do in another hour to really just sit there and relax in that moment. And so I'm going to share with you how to do a meditation. And you can start with five minutes. You can start with 10 minutes. You can start with one minute. Like whatever you feel comfortable with, you can start where you are. And so to do a meditation, you can do it however you want. I have done laying down meditations, have done sitting up meditations, have done sitting crisscross meditations. I've done it sitting on the floor with my legs laying straight. It's however you want to do it. But what you want to do is always be in a comfortable position. And the reason why I say comfortable is because you are checking in with yourself. So if you're sitting in discomfort where you're not in, in a seated position where your body is supported, then you have to find something else that is comfortable. So you want to find somewhere to sit and get very comfortable and just really relax your body. So wherever you are, if you're driving, of course, we're not doing meditation while we're driving. But if you're at home, if you're somewhere where you can just sit still, then I want you to take a pause. So whether you're washing dishes, whether you're cleaning, you're multitasking, whatever you're doing, I want you to pause. And I want you to listen to this because I want you to do this exercise. So whatever you're doing right now, you can get back to it later. If you want to pull over the side of the road, you can. Uh, you can get to your destination and then play this. But what I want you to do is I want you to relax. And how I want you to relax is I want you to bring your shoulders down. I want you to wiggle your neck to just make sure there's no tension and kind of just relax it. Just moving your body 
your shoulders down, moving your neck around, just to find that comfortable position. And then I want your back to be straight. So if you're laying down, your back can be straight because you're laying down on your back. Or if you're sitting up, whether it's crisscross or your legs straight, or you're sitting in a chair, sitting on a couch, sitting on something. You can cross your legs if it's feasible, or you can keep your legs straight, or you can bend your knees. But when you bend your knees, make sure your knees are relaxed. I want your whole body to be relaxed, okay? Now, if you're sitting in the chair, or you're sitting on the floor, wherever you're sitting, feel free to turn your palms face up. And you can touch your thumb and your pinky together. Or, I'm sorry, <laughs> I say your pinky. Your thumb and your middle finger together. So remember, relax. Touch your thumb and your middle finger together. And so, why I want you to relax, I want you to clear your mind and when I mean clear your mind just do not think about what you have to do just really clear your mind and start breathing now pay attention to how you're breathing breathing in through your nose and out through your mouth and with every breath I want you to relax your body. So relax your body. Breathe in through your nose, out through your mouth, and relax your body. Let's do it again. Breathe in through your nose, breathe out through your mouth, and relax your body. Let's continue. Breathe in through your nose, breathe out through your Keep going, breathe in through your nose, breathe out through your mouth, relax your body, relax your body, relax, focus on your breath, feel your body relaxing, feel your shoulders relaxing, feel your chest Feel your arms relaxing. Feel your hands relaxing as they lay on your lap. Feel your stomach relax. Feel your legs relax. And feel your whole body relax from your head down to your Continue to breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. And make sure these breaths are really light. Breathe in deeply and breathe in all the way out as if you're blowing up a balloon. 
Are you born a bowl of sleep? Breathe in, through your nose, and out through your mouth. Breathe in through your nose, out through your mouth. Keep going. Breathe in through your nose. Every breath, just feel your body relax. 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 Now, while you're relaxing, I want you to imagine something. I want you to close your eyes, and I want you to look up as you close your eyes. And then I want you to imagine white light disappears. I want you to imagine it shining so brightly on you. Now, I want you to imagine that light coming down your body. you to open your eyes, flutter your eyes as you open them, and how do you feel? I want you to do this meditation every single day, because just like we take care of our physical body, we also have to take care of our mental body, our emotional body, because those are part of who we are. And so, you might feel yourself super relaxed, super calm, super amazing right now in this body. And that's what I want you to feel like every single day. And so, you can do this in the morning before you start your day. Or like me, you can do it at night after you had a long day. 
you can do this to unwind so that when you go to sleep, you will not have all of the mess from the day. You'll go to sleep with a clean body because you just cleanse your body from all of everything that you experience throughout your day. And then you're able to have a more peaceful sleep. You're able to have better dreams. And you're able to be more relaxed. So when you wake up in the morning, you'll feel refreshed and ready to start your day. And so what is mental health? Mental health is something that affects the mind. And it affects us in different ways. And know that mental health is curable. And that if you're suffering from mental health, there's someone out there that can help you. I'm going to be sharing links below for how you can take care of your mental health. And make sure that if you are dealing with mental health issues, know that it's okay to speak up. Okay? You do not have to suffer alone. And there's someone out there ready to welcome you with their arms wide open. So, I hope you have enjoyed this episode. Today we talked about what is mental health. I shared with you a little bit about my experience with mental health. And then we also did a meditation. That meditation is what you're going to do until we meet up next time. I hope that you enjoyed this episode and that you found value in every episode that you hear. And if you enjoyed this, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to go write a review so that more listeners can continue to find this podcast. Also, share this with someone. This month of May is Mental Health Awareness, and so we need to bring the awareness we need to share this with others so that they can get the love and the support that they need. And remember, sharing is caring. So let's care about the ones that we love by sharing this episode. All right. Uh, I love you guys. And I hope that this has been inspiring. And I catch you next time. Bye. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe and leave a review and let us know how we're doing. Remember. You can inspire the world by being you. I love you guys. Bye.